0: back to the Failing Forward podcast. I'm Nikki Losh and I'm so excited to introduce you guys to our very special, very vibrant, very shiny guest today, Miss Stellar Girl herself, Terry Tkachuk. Did I say it right? You did. Yes. Tkachuk, Tkachuk. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've been practicing it. It's such a beautiful name. It's Ukrainian, right? It is. I am Ukrainian. I love that. So my friends, this episode is going to be for all the women out there that are striving to be their best self that are on this journey of just constantly growing into the version of them they know is the best and highest version of them, but there's bumps along the way, like other responsibilities. Maybe you're married and you have children or you have a business or you're working for a company and there's roadblocks that are getting in your way. You're like, how can I make my vision a reality well this is the episode for you so share it with your girlfriends share it with your mama friends because this episode is meant to inspire and empower with the one and only miss terry so we're going to dive right in terry has a very unique story and she is a jack of all trades a woman that has done so much in such a short period of time just give you a brief overview before i pass the mic to her she is born and raised in canada but she's lived in nine cities all over Northern America. She's traveled all around the globe from North America to South America, to the middle East, Africa, Europe, Asia. I mean, you name it, this woman's been everywhere and she's done all the things. She's not single faceted where she's like, I am a woman. I also have this. And I would like to do this. No, she's like, she is a woman. She is a wife. She is a mother to four children. She is a serial entrepreneur. She's had multiple careers in the past that range from being a fashion editor to a television style host, to a wardrobe stylist, to a fitness and commercial print model. And if you guys are not watching this episode on YouTube, you got to go check it out. This woman is gorgeous and beautiful from the inside out. She literally shines and vibrates. Um, she also was a personal trainer and bolsters superstars when she was in town management. So literally she's done all the things, but what I really love about Terry, she's done all the things while not losing her shine. She's still able to take care of herself along the way and not get burnt out and not get frustrated with the trials and tribulations that we all go through and the challenges that we are all faced. So Terry, with that being said, I want to pass the mic over to you and I want to hear your failing forward story, how you became the woman that you are today. Tell the audience about your mission, but more importantly, where did it all begin? And don't get scared to tell us the bumps along the road. The mic is yours, my friend.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me, Niku. Like you are such an inspiration to me and all of us at Stella girl and, um, everything that you're putting out there and your, your gut reset program and everything that I was able to share with you. I just want to also, um, you know, ring, ring your bell because you are just Just such a beautiful soul, and I'm so lucky to be here today. So, thank you, sis. I
0: love you, and you are actually a part of that five day challenge. So, I was so excited to have another expert in the industry. I mean, you are an expert in fitness, you're an expert in health, and when I was on your podcast, but you guys have to go check it out, Stellar Girl with Terry. We were talking about all the things health, so it was just really cool to have you there on that challenge. So, thank you for being a part of that community.
1: Thank you. I learned so much. Um, and it's, and it's great to be, um, you know, support each other and not just say it with words, but actually do it. And that's what we're all about at Stella Girl. I, I know that you asked about my history and, and it is long. Um, and, but I mean, from the beginning, I grew up in a small prairie town in Saskatchewan. Um, in Canada. I, uh, went to university out there and in uh, British Columbia out in BC, I was in talent management, as you mentioned. Um, and that was probably where I grew up. I grew up in that office, um, at Bruce Allen talent in Vancouver, Canada. We managed, um, superstars like Brian Adams, Martina McBride. Um, we had some athletes as well. Um, definitely producers and engineers that produced you know Metallica um Aerosmith Bon Jovi we had Bob Rock so my life was full um it was it was just it was busy and hectic um but i definitely learned how to work learned what grit was learned what courage was learned not to how to not say and accept no for an answer that there's always a way to figure it out. Um, there's always a way to make it happen. And I'm like that kind of like get up and glow girl. Like, I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to say, okay, well that's, they said, no, no, I'm going to be told no a thousand times before I am told yes. Um, so that is kind of, you know, that's just kind of, that's where I was brought up. I was brought up behind, you know, traveling the world with, with, with our clients. Um, and then I, that's what's fueled my passion for travel. Um, and yes, you brought up all the amazing places that I've been blessed to see. I see the hope in the future in all of the women that I um, have met along the way through Speaking Solar Girl podcast, but through my travels globally. Um, you know, there's, there's, I've I never met an unkind woman. And that just brings me so much hope, and that's one of the reasons why I started um, Stellar Girl is because of all these incredible women that I've met that have inspired me back. Um, so I'm, I'm just very blessed and lucky to to be able to create a community where we support and champion and inspire each other. I love that. And what's so interesting is that I'm sure that
0: others that are listening have had this experience, but I have sometimes run into situations or been involved in communities where women are not so nice to each other. And you walk into the room and you immediately feel judged. You can feel their eyes looking you up and down from head to toe and trying to observe like, who is she? What is she about? What does she bring to the table? What designers is she wearing? What is she not wearing? You know, like all those things. So I think it's interesting that you say that on your travels, you've never met an unkind woman. And I think a lot of that has to do with the energy that you bring into the room when you walk in and you're shining and you're vibrant and you're living your best self, right. And you're shining from the inside out and you have that beautiful big smile, that You are known for You're always smiling. I've never not seen you with that smile. Other women can't help but smile. Smiles are contagious. Laughter is contagious. Someone laughs, you laugh, right? Someone, someone yawns, you yawn. All these things are contagious, but your smile is infectious. And I think that is a huge testament to why you never met an unkind woman.
1: Oh, well, I think what you put out into the world as, as you live your life to Niku. you, you put out there what you give back. And if you are, if you walk into a room, like you say, and, and you've, you've, you've felt those judgment eyes or, or women are not so kind to each other. It's because you're, you're, because maybe that not you, but maybe those women have done that to others. So when I, when I, when I walk in somewhere, I'm just like, you know what, like smile, you make life more beautiful. And that if you make one other person smile, if you inspire one person that day, Um, and I'm not that, like, I feel like everyone's like, oh, you're not approachable. I'm like, I'm so approachable when people meet me, like they it's, I feel like they're like, wow, like you can talk to, you can, you, you have all these experiences to share. You invite that energy back. And so I don't know, I think there's not, I don't really like to say that there's competition between women because I don't think that there is anymore. I mean, there is, but there's, there's so much room for all of us to actually, um, not compete, but there's room for all of us to succeed. Um, and I try to live that way. And, and as you get older, things change and you realize what's important to you. Um, believe me, like this has been a challenge building a community where, you know, women are still trying to feel empowered. And I'm just like, you have that power within you. You have it. It's what you do with it and how you put it out there is, is what stellar girl is all about. And that's trying to, that's how I live my life, of course, along the way, but boy, yeah, like you mentioned, you know, there's so many, there's been so many bumps. Um, and I don't know if you want me to go on and keep talking or if you have another question, but I, I can, yeah, tell no, you- I would, I would love to hear the story because when I look at your resume, it's
0: inspiring. And for some people it can be intimidating. Like, Wow this woman who is still in her prime. Like I wouldn't say that you're anywhere near the end of your journey. You're, you're definitely in your prime has accomplished so much from all the traveling that you've done. You're married now to the love of your life. You have four beautiful children. You've lived all over the world. I mean, just looking at your career path, you haven't just done one or two or three things. You've done so many things. Like it's really incredible. And I want to know where all that started. I want to know, along that journey of working in talent manager and then going from there into fashion and from fashion into modeling and all of that. Talk to me about the bumps along the way. Talk to me about the challenges and talk to me about the downtimes and how you overcame those downtimes.
1: Yes, absolutely. I I wanted I really want to bring that up because I think so many women um, feel that, you know, everything's it's not easy and you're going to fail way more times before you succeed. Um, and you know that. Um, and life can throw you a curveball at any second. And it's how you come out of that, is is what you're defined by. So after I left um, Bruce Allen Talent in Vancouver is is kind of where, you know, of course I said that's how I learned that's how I learned how I am today is being in that office and working. I felt like 24 <laughs> 7 for nine years. But when I left there, I I was I had my first son, um, and we lived out West on the West coast. Well, I moved to the United States. Um, I got my green card. Uh, it took a year to get that. And so you move to a new city, no friends, no family, no nothing. And all of a sudden you're like, well, I can't work yet. Cause I don't have a green card, which, which took a year. I have a brand new baby. What am I going to do? And so I feel like I've reinvented myself like every six or seven years. And that is something that doesn't scare me anymore. And it scared me so much. I had this newborn, I was in a new city and, and how did I, But what was I going to do for money? What was I going to do for work? How was I going to meet people? And I've always loved, um, fitness and health and health, health and wellness. But back in, you know, 2005, you know, yes, of course there was spin bikes and and gyms and everything, but no one was leading that lifestyle of or you people were, but you weren't hearing about, you know, meditation and mindful living. And so I, I, when I was in Portland, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I can't work. Um, Cause they didn't have a social security number and people for a year. And it does take that long. Um, so in order to come through with that, I was like, well, I'm going to um, go to the local television station and ask if I could, if they, don't, they didn't have a style reporter at the time. So there wasn't anyone doing any style reporters. And it was, I wrote, I will never forget walking in there. I'm just like, I will do this for free. They're like, what? I said, well, I can't get paid because I'm going to get a green card and I, I can't get paid. It's, it's not legal. So can I do this for free? And they're like, uh, yes. So that's how I just like, okay, well, what do I love to do? I love to talk about clothes. I love to, I love to style people. I love to clean out closets. I love to talk about fashion and what's, what's up and coming. So they gave me a segment, um, on, um, it was an affiliate of ABC. It was K A T U in Portland, Oregon. And I got to talk about, you know, the award shows were coming up. They'd have me on camera and we talk about what everyone was wearing, the do's, the don'ts, you know, those like the fashion police, but on such a smaller scale. Um, and then I would bring in like the styles of the season. So denim coats, bathing suits, whatever, you know, for, I think I was, gosh, it was probably at least 18 months. I did that. And, um, it, it was, it was a long time ago, <laughs> but it so was like, amazing. So you said you did it for 18 months, somewhere along that journey, you got your green card. Were you able to start getting paid for it? I, I did not. I kept doing it for free because I love to do it. Um, And it wasn't in their budget. But when I did get my green card, I did start doing wardrobe styling in Oregon. So all of the boutiques that I approached to pull clothes for, for the news station, the owners of those boutiques or the events that they would hold, I would of course attend. And I met so many women there or women at the gym. Um, And they're like, you know, and that was of course my 90 minutes of peace where I could drop off my newborn. Right. And you put, put them in childcare and, and then you, you have your shower, you have, I don't care that I had to pack. I just was able to, you know, have a shower in peace without someone tugging. Well, I guess at that time he was too long young, but I remember him being in like, um, one of those baby carriers right outside the shower and you had to play peekaboo just to stop him from crying from you not being in a whole thing. (laughs) So at daycare, I didn't know if he was crying and I had my shower in peace and you met women in the, in the locker room. And they're like, why, where are you going? You're all dressed up. I'm like, I, it just makes me feel better to get dressed up. And I've always been that way. Even through COVID I got ready. I got dressed up. And so when, when I started getting paid when I was in Oregon. It it was from wardrobe styling. So I met these women at the gym. They're like, I love the way you dress. I'm like, I'll come to your house and help you clean out your closet and we'll go shopping. And that's how I started my wardrobe styling business. I love that so much. And I think that's such a really cool story to hear
0: because I know women in my life that they're currently not working and they've been out of work for a long period of time. So they think that they don't have like, reliable tools to go on a job interview with. But if you really just look at the things that you love to do, the passions that you already have, the things that you would be willing to do for free, just like Terry was like, I love clothes. I love styling. And I just want to come onto this news channel and just do it right. It gave you a place to go a purpose, which I think is really important for mamas, especially new mamas, because I know from my own experience, how we kind of lose our sense of self And our Mm -hmm. own identity, when we have this baby, that it's our job to keep them alive, like their survival depends on our full attention. And we have to put ourselves on the backseat. And there comes a point in time where if we don't make ourselves a priority and we don't find a routine that puts us at the top of the list, that we're going to really fall down into some deep, dark areas. And for me, it was severe postpartum depression because I literally let go of all the things that made me feel like me. And I don't know if you experienced anything like that, Terry, but you probably know women that did, can you talk about the importance for women to fill their cup and the importance of self-love and self-care, even as a successful entrepreneur, and even as a mother for you being a mother of four, I think you're the expert on the topic, but why is it so important that women start moving themselves to the top of their own list?
1: Well, I know that you've, you've gone into depth about your experience with postpartum me who, and it, and it, and it it touched me and i think in a different a different way um i of course was very very alone um in portland i i had um the person i was with at the time i had my son and and it was really lonely um, and i remember we lived kind of in in a woodsy area in out west and i remember being in my, they were pink pajamas and I had Brady and one of those baby Bjorns. I hope, I don't know if they make them anymore, but those little, punkies. they're still like the number one baby carriers, the baby okay. Bjorn. Okay. I'm like, that was 16 years ago. Like, do they still have those? So I remember, and it was denim. And I remember it clear as day because we kind of lived on a big bit of a hill. And I remember walking out in my pink pajamas with the baby carrier on, don't know if I had a shower. And there were times where I was just like, I'm in my bare feet walking down the street. And what am I doing? And I, so I think that so many women go through you know, ebbs and flows throughout, you know, especially when they're so little and you don't know what to do and you have no mom, you have no sister, you have no friends. And you, so I moved there when I was first, when I first had Brady. So it was just so, so scary. So I'm not saying that it was easy by any stretch of the means. And I didn't know at the time what postpartum was. No one talked about it back then. Well, maybe they did, but I didn't know. Um, You know, the internet was new. I think I still had a flip phone. I mean, there was, it was so, it was so much different and people forget what life was like before all of this technology. And I'm not saying that there wasn't the internet in 2005. Of course there was, but I wasn't thinking of Googling or whatever Yahooing (laughs) what I was going through. I just sort of I don't know how I came out of it. I don't know how I came out of my funk. I don't know how I think it was because I did, as I I will, I will say, I think I, I, I drank as I poured. And when I was going, when I was able to take Brady to daycare and all these women were around me, I think those experiences and those relationships in the locker room and, and got me out of it. Like other women got me out of it. I didn't call my mom and say, I'm scared. I'm drowning. I don't know what to do. She was, you know, 3000 miles away. It was, it was the people that were just, you know, there that hired me to do their things. And and I was able to do what I love to do with a newborn. And I think that that's kind of how it all, how I, how it all started. Um, But fast forward into, you know, after I left Portland, I was only there for two years and we got transferred to Chicago and that is like big city, like just like Vancouver. So then I'm like, well, now what? Um, I have to start again. So what am I going to do now? (laughs) And Brady was two at the time. And I'm like, well, I don't know anybody. I don't, have any friends. It kind of was like the same thing over and over again. I'm like, I got to pull up my big girl pants and go, okay, I did it before now, you know, life throws you, you have to move across the country and now you got to do it all over again. So I'm like, okay, there's a void, there's a void. We had a local, um, magazine, um, that had no style section. I had my green card. So yes, I was able to definitely get paid. And that was also for two years. I went in there. I'm like, you guys don't have a style section. You're not highlighting these boutiques in your own area. Like, let me do that. So that's what happened. I walked into the office and created a job where there was a void, just like I'm doing with Stella girl. Just like, I feel like I've done throughout my life. Um, you make you, you, you actually go into a, go into an environment where you where you see that there's nothing of a, a white space that you need to fill and because of how i was taught in my 20s about don't you know don't accept no as an answer there's always a hotel room there's always room for a reservation there's <laughs> cuz you had to get your clients into these places and it was just like no 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 i'm like yes 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 this is what's going to happen and That is kind of how I've always tried to lead my life with, you know, yes, there's going to be so many doors closed, but you just keep trying and trying and trying. Um, And then fast forward again and another, you know, seven years after being in Chicago, I moved out to, you know, deeper up, up north, up into Wisconsin. And I had to start again. So yeah, that's how I kind of got into all of this and and health and wellness in, in Chicago is where I really dialed into, um, that part of my life. Cause after the magazine, I was like, well, now what? Um, and I'm like, you know what? I just want to get super fit and I want to start feeling better. Not that I wasn't healthy and fit before, but I'm like, you know what? I want to, I want to be a fit model. So I was doing a, I was judging a episode. It was an online episode. Do you remember the the show Pro, Well, project runway still is out, still is out there. It's there used to be an online version called, so you want to be a designer. And I was on the show as a judge. Um, just because of, of the, um, the magazine, they asked me to be a judge. And I, I, I was like, I was there and it was after the show and, and someone came up to me and they said, you know are you a model? And I said, no, not, not really. And this was like, I'm in my early thirties at that point. And like, no. And they like, well, you're, you're super fit. We want to sign you. And that was Stuart talent in Chicago. And to this day, I'm still signed with Stuart talent. That's amazing. I still do it. I could be a mom on a Glade plugin ad holding somebody else's kid, but I still do it. And so I was, you know, I was in oxygen magazine. I have been on billboards actually out in Arizona at lifetime fitness. I'm like pushing a prowler and a sled. Um, and I'll never forget going out there probably about seven years ago now. And I never saw any of the images. I saw the images, but I never saw myself on the side of a building before. So I, when we flew out for the super bowl one year, um, um my man right now, he, he surprised me. He's like, we had to take a little detour. And he brought me to a lifetime fitness. And I'm like, I started crying. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like that, that's me. Like that, that's me. I'm like quadruple my size. I don't know idea. And I was like, I, I, I couldn't believe it myself. <laughs> that was amazing. Do you remember which lifetime it was? lifetime. No, they had, um, I was, it was in Phoenix. I don't remember what lifetime fitness, but that was six years ago and I had a five-year usage. So who knows if it's still there. I'll send you a photo of it. Though. Oh my gosh. I have to see it. So I don't know if
0: you knew this, but I actually teach at lifetime. Yes. yes. <laughs> <That's what laughs> um, I'm going to like go on and like check out. Cause we have like the TVs all over the club with the sliding, like models showing all the different types of oh my God. classes that we have. So I'm going to go look
1: for you now. And I'm going to take a
0: picture
1: when I saying it it on my social. That's hilarious. It was five years usage. So I don't know if it's still up anymore. They they can't. I don't think, I think after five years, they had to take everything down. And that was in 2014 or 2015, January, 2015. I was at the Super Bowl or February of 2015, I think, Mm -hmm. or 14. So yeah, but no, I'll send you all the pictures. It was, it was crazy. So yeah, it was, and then I came to Wisconsin and now what? So it's like every year there's every, every few years, I feel like there was like this reinvention of Terry. And I have this saying because women talk about it all the time. I'm like, they, they feel like they're drowning. They're feeling they have so much piled on top of them. And they, and we all do, we all do moms, whether you're a mom or not, um, we always feel that pressure and, and I'm like, don't ever let anyone take away. Like I always say, don't anyone, no one can take away my Terryness. No one can take away your uniqueness because that's uniquely you. And I say that to all of my girlfriends all the time. That is, that is something that, so that's something you own. That's something that you can manifest and create within yourself. That is your, that is your ness. That is you. And no one can take that away and don't let anyone change you.
0: I love that so much. So for women right now that are trying to step into their power and they might be on a path of reinventing themselves, they may have just become a mother for the first time. They may have just had their second child. So now they have multiple children for the first time. They may be moving right now or changing careers for that woman. That's in that period of transition, right? How can she find her power and find some peace at a time that can be very tumultuous
1: or a little bit overwhelming. I think you, you really need to take a look within yourself and realize what makes you happy because no one else can make you happy. You have to find that within yourself. You have to write it down, write down like 10 things that make you happy, 10 things that, that bring you joy every single day and, and really take a, like an honest look at that and say, okay, If these things bring me joy, can any of these things, can I do any of these things today or no, because I have, you know, 20 plates juggling in the air with all of the kids or everything that I've got to do. Um, and really actually kind of go back to that list and say, okay, if I can't do that today, I'm going to get there tomorrow. And because, because the struggle is so real, Nico, you really need to surround yourself. I call them my stellar girlfriends. They are the women in my life, whether it's my mother, whether it's my sister-in-law now, whether it's my good girlfriends, you have to look to them for help. And you shouldn't be afraid to ask for it because no one is perfect. Everyone's going to have those days. You've had many, you've had months and weeks where you felt that you just couldn't find yourself. And, and what if that one person, that one girlfriend that you reached out to changed you, brought you something, came to have tea with you, brought you some company, brought themselves, brought them, brought hope and, and and I think that's what you you really need to do when you really find that struggle is to reach out and ask for help. Because sometimes, as you know, you can't do it on your own. You don't know how to get out of your head. That's so true because
0: we, we tend to get in this place of, you know, I'm all alone. Everyone else has moved forward with their lives, especially right after you have a baby, you need to take some time to bond with the baby and heal yourself And it kind of feels like the world has just moved on without you. Or if you're a new mom, it's like, uh, well, my friends that weren't mothers yet, it was hard for me to explain to them why I couldn't meet up for lunch. It wasn't like I was trying to bail on them or had to cancel things last minute because the baby didn't nap or he's having a hard time calming down. And I just had to like really keep Mm -hmm. everything super routine and relaxed for him And my friends that weren't parents yet, they, they didn't understand. They kind of thought I was becoming flaky and those relationships started to distance themselves and, and made a lonely period feel a lot more lonely. And I think it's really important for new moms to have friends that are new moms as well, so that you can have those honest conversations, like, my day just sucked today. (laughs) Like the baby didn't sleep last night. He's not eating well. He's just having one of those times. And it's important to have those mama friends that you can just vent to when times are tough or share experiences. Like this is what we're doing. This is what's working for us. Or here's a new little gadget that we found that's helping the baby soothe himself, whatever it is. So it's important to understand that we grow in and out of relationships all the time. And if you're feeling like you're in a place of isolation and loneliness, because everyone's kind of moved on without you, the world's moved forward without you just see it as an opportunity to create new connections. And at the end of the day, we just want to make sure that you connect and that you find your tribe, you find your seller girls, you find your community, because if you look at the word community within it is the word unity. It's about coming together. And I know Stella girl is all about creating a community that celebrates and supports women who aspire to be extraordinary. And I just want to empower you girls to know that you are not alone. If you're listening to this episode, know that you're not alone. There are women out there that have gone through or are currently going through what you're going through. You just have to take that first step and reach out and connect.
1: 100%. Absolutely. You, you, you explained that so well, because I, I call them my paralyzing moments when, when you said that, you know, you, you feel like you're shutting everybody out, but you feel almost paralyzed. Like you, you can't, and I don't, and I, and I'm, I'm sure that it's anxiety. It's, it's that point of, as you know, you, you went through something traumatic that I, I didn't experience, which was, you did have severe postpartum depression with, with, with your son and, and, but how you got out of it. And it took you a long time to heal. Um, but. I feel like even, you know, last week I had a day where I was like, I felt because I've, I felt I had so much to do and everything was falling apart and nothing was coming together. And I honestly, I felt you feel paralyzed. And who do you reach out to at that point? Your girlfriends. Um, some because yes, of course your, your man is there for you, your, your husband, your partner. Um, but I feel like they, they understand the pressures of, of being a woman, being, being a mom, being all of those things. And that's how I got out of it last week is reaching out. And I'm like, I need help. I need help today. Someone needs to help me today.
0: And it's and, okay to say that. It's okay to ask for okay. help. And I know, like, I can talk about a very close family member of mine who has been. I, I feel like this individual has been chronically struggling in life um, with feelings of loneliness and feelings of not having a purpose or a reason, even sometimes to get out of bed in the morning. And I tell this person, "Like, you need to reach out and ask for help. Find a friend." Go knock on your neighbor's door and say, Hey, do you want to go for a walk with me? And the response I get from this family member is, I don't want to be a burden to anyone.
1: Oh. Yeah. I and, you know, people think they can handle it, they can do it on their own. Like I'm superwoman. I can do everything on my own. Yeah, maybe you do 75% of the time. But what about the other 25%? Or what about, you know, maybe you operate at that level you know, higher than me. I feel that I, I thrive when I've had a day that I've, I've gotten all my to-do lists done. I got, you know, all my meetings are done and I rocked everything and the kids are all in time and all, you know, the house is clean. And then there are days that it's just like, everything's completely upside down. And if that lasts a longer period of time, you you need help and I, you know, your family member, it's not a burden. You're not a burden to your friends and family who care about you. Because what if the tables were turned and someone needed, you know, you mentioned your family member, or your, your, your close friend that, that needs help. And that felt like they're a burden. You know, what if, what if, you know, you needed her for something you would reach out hundred percent. And
0: if my friend or family were to reach out to me and just say, Hey, I just, I need a vent right now. I'd be there for that person. So just ask yourself if you feel like you're a burden or you can't go out there and ask for help, ask yourself if the person on the other side were to come to me Mm -hmm. asking for help or just a listening ear, would you be for there for them? And if the answer is yes, well then why don't you give yourself the same love and grace that you're willing to give to others? Why don't you allow yourself to get the same self-love and self-care that you're willing to pour into and loving and supporting and caring and being there for others, especially if you're a mom, you're willing to do it for your children. Why don't you do it for yourself? And you're right. When you say, Terry, we don't always want to go to our man or our partner or husband, because we don't want to just unload on them, right? Like they, they know us and they know what's good for us, but sometimes it's nice just to kind of like, let them know, Hey babe, I got this. Like I'm going to go to my girls
1: and, and they they appreciate that too. So, yeah, yeah, it is. And you mentioned, you know, earlier, like what, you know, what, what, how do you, how do you fill your cup? What do you need to do? And I, and I said about the list, but for me personally, it's movement and you speak, you live that life, you live the life of movement and how Pilates and yoga and being in nature has changed you to get out of the house, to get out of the dark curtains, to get to. And for me, it's simple movement. If I find that, and it doesn't have to be two hours, it ladies, you don't need to work out for two hours a day. There's who had, I'd love to do it, but I don't know if anyone has that type of time and God bless you if you do but if you have that 30 minutes, if you have 45 minutes to actually move your body, it, it's so healing. It does so much good for your brain, your soul, your spirit, your shine. Um, and our bodies were meant to move. Our bodies were meant to sit at a computer all day or be on our phones all the time. That that's not what our bodies were meant to do. So when you find yourself put on a timer, if you work, if you work behind a desk, if you work, you know, if you feel like yourself, you're sitting a lot all day, you know, put your, put a timer on every 90 minutes and, you know, go for like five or six laps around the house, get outside. If you can't get outside, run up and down the stairs, 10 20 times, get that blood pumping, get your body moving. And I'm not just talking about, you know, for your, yeah, yeah, of course you have to reserve that 35 to 40 minutes, you know, or an hour if you have it in, I love morning. I, you know, after, you know, three o'clock, I'm like, there's no way you're going to get me like going for a run. I'll go for a walk with a dog at, you know, in the evening, but my, my, my me time is my morning. My, I like to get up with the sunrise and I love to feel the sun on my face. Even though I live somewhere cold, I still try to get outside, you know, even like wrap up in your robe and have your first cup of coffee on your porch or outside just to feel and breathe some fresh air. And that movement to me is medicine. That is my medicine that that might not be everybody's medicine, but if I could prescribe anything to anybody, it's movement.
0: Well, I have to, I have to say that movement is everybody's medicine, whether you realize it or not. And the reason why is when you're moving your body, there's a chemical change that's happening within you and a hormonal change that's also happening that a lot of women do not know. So when you start to move, you're starting to release endorphins, which actually make you feel happier. You also start to increase the the serotonin, which serotonin is your happy hormone. You start to feel adrenaline, which adrenaline is energizing. Right. And people it's been shown there's studies out there and research done. So you can go ahead and Google it, my internet lovers. But (laughs) for those of you that are like at a time right now where you're like, I can't go anywhere. I just need to like rest and take care of myself because I need to make sure my immune system's strong for cold season, flu season, COVID season, whatever season, right. Movement has been proven And research shows that those who move and exercise actually have a stronger immune system as a result of that. And if you're going a step deeper and you're taking care of your nutrition, you're taking care of your gut health, our gut is actually responsible for our immune system. Over 80% of your immune system is a function of how strong or how poor your gut health is. So food, not only does it attribute to your mood and how you feel, but the foods that you're putting into your body are directly reflecting in the strength or the lack of strength in your immune system
1: it's a lifestyle niku and you live it and you talk about it and you have and your classes are so educational and so helpful because so many of us so many people don't know about like every every bite you take every every sip of water you take every cup of tea you drink you you have to be really mindful about what you're putting in your body because that old saying you are what you eat is kind of true um, in every aspect. I, I know I I do start my day with you know a cup of water before my coffee. I do I I do love my one cup of coffee. I don't drink it all the time. That is probably one thing that you know I in my in my I don't know I I can't live without it and I don't think I'm going to give that up at this point but think about all of the food that we're putting into our body. And you taught me so much during your class too, but that is one thing that, you know, well, well I want to look like that. I want to, I want to lose weight. People talk about that all the time, as you know, and then even with these new year's resolutions coming up, like what's everyone's number one? Oh, I got to lose 10 pounds. I got to lose this. I'm like, no, live that life now. Like why wait? Think about what you're putting in your body, read the labels, don't put anything canned or processed into your body. Please don't. I just, I can't reiterate that enough, how we go through, you know, and I learned even more about this when I traveled and it really opened my eyes a lot. When I traveled all throughout Europe, I ate bread. You can't eat bread here unless you get it from, you know, a local bakery that makes it fresh without preservatives that it goes bad in a day. Because, you know, you look at the deli meat expiration, like you, if you flip over behind the deli, meat, like who is this expiring in six months, what's what's really in this food. You go over to Europe, everything's fresh, cheese, bread, everything you buy that day, pretty much people who shop in grocery shop in, in France and in Italy and Spain, everything's bought and they prepare it that day. You go to a restaurant, it's fresh. I don't have gut issues when I go there. And I and I and I I don't want to say oh my gosh you know the FDA et cetera it's like it, it's what are we what what are we putting in our bodies what are they approving here in the United States that makes me sick even when I travel to to Mexico I feel better can you tell me a little bit about what like yeah. because I mean I'm I'm Canadian we have a different system over there but what what they approve here in the United States as, as something that is good for us is so toxic and so bad for our, for our gut and it shows in our skin. We look dark and hollowed and we're not glowing because of what we're putting. We're putting in toxic chemicals into our bodies every day. I was like, Oh, diet Coke. No, no, no artificial sweeteners have been linked to cancer. Like there's,
0: there's just so much research out there. And I mean, you answered your own question. A lot of Americans, you know, we stock up, right. We stock up our pantries with a ton of these canned goods. And we stock up our fridge with a ton of foods that have a very far out expiration date. And if that food's not expiring, like within, I don't even know, like two weeks or 30 days, then there's preservatives in there. And those preservatives are chemicals that are helping it have a longer shelf life. And when you eat that food, you're putting those chemicals and preservatives into your body. And they were not meant to be there. Like our systems, our stomachs, are are not strong enough to break a lot of that stuff down, which is why people have chronic digestive issues and they have bloating and inflammation and that starts to show up on the skin because that's the body screaming saying, hey, you're not feeling it within you. So let me show you on the outside with acne, rosacea, eczema, all these skin issues or hair loss issues and all that let me show you. So when you look in the mirror, you can see that something is wrong and we're not listening to the signs on the wall, or we're told that it's all normal or it's all part of aging or whatever. It's not normal. And that's why when you go to Europe, the foods are truly organic. And we have a major issue here in the States where foods to be classified as organic, you can't actually believe that all the time because the markers for a food, like I, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was 30 or 60% something I have to look into this again, but for a food to actually qualify to say organic on the label, it's not hundred percent organic here in the states. Oh. So there's a lot of foods that we purchase that are labeled organic that are not truly organic. They just met those requirements to be able to have that label on them. Whereas when you're traveling in Europe, the foods are truly organic. That's why when you buy your bread, it spoils within a day or two, you get your vegetables. They spoil within two or three days, right? Same thing in Mexico. A lot of those vegetables are organic. The soil is better, right? The fertilizer is better. And here in the States, our soils are depleted, extremely depleted of nutrients. And that's part of the problem. So we have to fill in the lack of nutrients with other things, additives that are not always natural. And we have to add the flavor back in, right? Because a lot of that flavor is stripped because the soils are depleted. So that's a major issue that we're having here. And people don't know that. People think, hey, I'm shopping at these really, really high-end expensive stores and I'm buying foods that are labeled organic so I'm being healthy. Yeah, you might be paying premium dollars for organic food. That's not truly organic. It just met the test.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Can I Okay, I have a question for you if that's okay and hopefully I have an answer for you <laughs> <laughs> because you are my nutrition guru. The first bite of food you put in your mouth in the morning. I I I was told that it should it should be um I I have green juice um but I'm talking about something I'm chewing and It has to digest, not just liquid, my tea or my coffee or my green juice. Should it be fruit? No. Tell me why.
0: It depends on what your goals are. For me, a lot of, you know, my philosophy is a lot more about having high fats, a lot of proteins, not necessarily a ketogenic diet, but I'm a believer in having my body in a fat adapted state. So the first thing that I put into my body is going to be something that's protein-based protein based or has some level of fat in it. And you love coffee and there's nothing wrong with coffee as long as you're getting good quality coffee and then add some extra nutrients in there like an MCT oil or a coconut oil. And that's gonna give you that fat and those fats are good for your brain and those fats are good for your digestive system. And it's a signal like, hey, the day is starting, it's time for digestion to get going. It stimulates your metabolism, but it also keeps your body fat adapted, which is a really good place to be for brain health, for heart health, for gut health fruit is mostly sugar and carbohydrates. So when you're putting fruit into your body, there isn't that fat, there is no protein in fruit. So you're, you're stimulating those sugar receptors, which are going to go to your brain and release dopamine, which makes you feel really, really good. So if that's the first bite you're having in the morning, chances are you're going to be craving something sugary or sweet or yummy for the rest of the day, because your body wants to feel that dopamine hit. Mm
1: -hmm. I do. I do add, um, green uh, greens that have a plant-based protein into my f- smoothie drink. Um, and I do have an avocado in my green smoothie to stimulate the fat. Um, cause I do yes. I, the healthy fat obviously. And then the, the greens, uh, the protein comes in a, um, a powdered form. It's not, it's not way it's plant-based it's from Sakara is what I've been using for at least the past three years. And I I put that inside my my green juice, but I always, everyone's like, you know, fruits, bad fruits, bad. And I, and I don't eat it after um, noon. Um, If I have some fruit in my, in my Greek yogurt, it's, 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 you know, it's always usually in the morning. I don't usually put it into my body in in the evening or any, any time after Noon o'clock. That's so good. that's good. yeah, but I just I've always been like, saying you know if everyone everyone said well you, maybe that's the first thing you put into your body and I and so many people have asked me that I'm like I don't know. I have my green thing and my green juice with what's full of like what I need right? Yeah. it's well, it sounds like your
0: juice has a very diverse and balanced profile. You're adding in the protein, you're adding in the fat with the avocado. Even if you were to add like one teaspoon of MCT oil in there, you're going to get even you more brain power brain octane, right? So I it, I
1: it the, the week I did your class.
0: Yes. So your juice passes my test. It's someone that like wakes up and they're like, I'm going to go ahead and grab an orange and take a bite of my orange because I'm going to get vitamin C and it's going to help my immune system. It's to that person that I would challenge them and say, you're sending the wrong signal to your body. First thing, not to mm-hmm. say that you can't have fruit in the morning, I just wouldn't let that be your first bite. And I do agree that you want to stop having fruit before the early afternoon. For me, my cutoff time is 3 PM others. It can be earlier, depending again on what your goals are. If you're trying to like really stay slim and trim, but we don't want to be having fruit later because it's going to start storing as fat or glucose. Right. And that's why we, we don't recommend to have fruit in the evening. Um, for sure. And then of course you look into food combining and there's fruits that you want to oh, have on that's, your own that's
1: a and other story.
0: yeah, that's like a whole episode in and of yes. itself. <laughs> so I love that. But one thing that I really want the audience to take away from today's conversation yes. is the importance of community. And you're on a mission right now with Stella girl of creating that community of empowered women and helping them find their stellarness, their truth, their strength, through laughter, compassion, what is one message you can give to women that are listening to this episode that are going through their lives and maybe they're at a a transition point in their lives, but how can we take that first step towards creating community if we don't have that community, if we don't have those stellar girlfriends to call?
1: Good question. Excellent question. Fill your life with positivity, hope, and true and be your true authentic self and take a look at what you can do for yourself before you can do it for others to lead that exceptional extraordinary life that you truly want to lead you need to look from within join and if you if you say if you don't have that community join find someone that is that has a similar mindset as you, that is because if you're going to fill your day and be around people that take your energy, that don't fill you up, you need to surround yourself and take a really good hard look around you and who is bringing that energy, who is, who is like-minded. And that is who you want to surround yourself with, because that is what is going to hold your heart. That is what is going to hold you together. And that is what is going to make you live out that stellar mindset. and. And, you know, guys get a bad rap. Um, there are a lot of stellar guys out there. Um, you know, your man is one of them who has always been there for you. Right. So, you know, look, look towards the people in your life, whether they're female, whether they're male, find those people that can feed your soul and, and, and champion you so that you can better champion others. Amen to that. And, and, there's easy ways that we can
0: start to connect. And one of them is just really tuning into yourself first and realizing what do you love to do? Like Terry, you'd love to start your day with that cup of coffee. So for the woman who's listening and saying, I don't have any friends or I'm in a new place. If you love coffee, like Terry loves coffee, start going and exploring the beautiful coffee shops in your local area. And at those coffee shops, like observe the people around you and just say, hi, practice saying hello, stepping out of your comfort zone and putting on a smile. And you're going to feel that when you smile, your energy will shift the vibration from within you will shift. Your frequency will elevate. You'll be feeling better and chances are the person that you say hello and smile to is going to return that hello, that acknowledgement of your existence with a smile as well. And that smile is infectious. It's going to make you feel good. And who knows, maybe that hello turns into a conversation. Maybe that conversation turns into a friendship. Maybe that conversation turns into an invitation. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Maybe we can grab this cup of coffee together. For those of you that want to include movement into your lives, because you're ready to take control of your health, you're ready to start feeling better physically, mentally, emotionally, you want to feel more comfortable in this beautiful temple that we've been gifted with our bodies, the only temple and body that we're ever going to have, then start off by going to your local gym. And most of them will give you a day, free pass a week, free pass, just go and check it out. And if you're scared of the weight room, I get it. I was too go and take one of their group fitness classes, try yoga, try bar, try hit, try Pilates, try whatever group fitness class they have. There's a lot of them that are made for beginners. And guess Mm -hmm. what? In that class, you're going to feel the power of movement within you. And you also have an opportunity to turn to your right, turn to your left, say hello with a smile, connect, connect and people. And if you're not a gym goer, you're like, I don't have any time to get dressed, to leave the house, to go park, to work at a gym. Guess what? There are amazing communities out there, online communities like here's my shameless plug, Elevated Tribe, where you can it's join purposeful us. Promotion, though It's purposeful promotion. 100%. Because yes. I, I know there are moms out there that have newborns where the only time of their day for themselves is that 20-minute nap, that 30-minute nap, that 90-minute nap. And they don't have the time or the ability to just leave their newborn in the nursery and go to a gym. Yes. that's why we've created Elevated Tribe. So you can join us live classes or on-demand Fitness levels meant to suit you, whether you're starting at the beginning as a beginner or you're more intermediate, advanced. And these workouts are made to fit into your schedule. There are 15-minute workouts, 30-minute workouts, 45, 60 minutes. It's it's whatever you feel like doing in that moment, but give yourself the gift of movement, give yourself the gift of connecting to and getting involved with the community, whether it's virtual or in person, and give yourself that
1: gift of giving a smile and having that smile return to you. Yes. Yes. you said it perfectly. I, you know, you always have to start somewhere, someone you have to, everyone has a story. Everyone has a journey. Everyone has a destination. Um, you know, power of social media is, is crazy. Look how we met. Um, and, and that is one thing that the stellar girl community is all about is that we do feel that connection. When someone tags me, when they're wearing a silver girl outfit, I'm the, I'm going to repost that. I'm good. I am not I don't, I share absolutely everything I possibly can. I highlight women from all over the United States. I've had people on the show from Canada, from London, from Australia. Um, and, and really share to share their stories and to, and to listen and to learn from others is, is so, so beneficial and so is is what a community is all about, and who wouldn't want to be in one that shines positivity and hope, and and having fun? Niku, like, what happened to all the fun? Right? I agree. Life got so serious, like, it, way too serious. It did, and we need to have some fun back in our lives,
0: some joy. Right? One hundred percent. That's why a lot of you that come to my in-person group fitness classes—you know that class it's not serious. It's fun. The playlist is fun. We're laughing, we're giggling, we're joking. Oftentimes I'm making fun of myself or my girlfriends that are in the class, but it's all about having fun. Yeah. Yeah. So Terry, where can we where can we find you? I know we talked a lot on this episode about community. We talked mm-hmm. a lot about movement. We even started talking about gut health. So, for those of you that are interested in learning more about the Gut Reset program, we will drop the link in the show notes below, so go ahead and check that out. You can learn about the 5-week Gut Reset course. We've actually changed it to 6 weeks to give you some more extra assistance in that last week with integration and how to make this part of your lifestyle. This is not a diet. This is not a temporary thing. It's about teaching you the the education that you need to know, the knowledge that you need to have to start living your most vibrant life, knowing what foods are really, truly good for you, how to read the nutrition labels and how to make healthy a lifestyle. So we'll have that link for you below. I also would like to drop the link for Stellar Girl and specifically for how women can find your new Stellar Girl lotion that you have spent yeah. so much time creating. I it is now did. officially launched because going into the holiday season and Christmas and the new year and Valentine's day, like every woman needs to have that in their life so they can be shining, not just on the inside, but on the outside with your beautiful, luscious, incredible lotion. So where can we go and get that? How can we join the Stella girl community?
1: Yes. So we are at stellargirl.com. You can find all of the links there. We are Stellar Girl official on Instagram. Of course, we're on all of the platforms, but you can find them all at stellargirl.com. And it's also where you can shop our Stellar Girl glitter body lotion. It's a combination of micro glitter and shimmer all at the same time. And it's not just for the holidays. Oh my gosh, I wear mine every day because it makes me sparkle and shine and smile and feel good. Because actually, seeing that sparkly water, seeing that glittering, um, sun off of the snow, it feel it's just like you said, it releases those endorphins, those happy, happy hormones in our bodies that, that make you just bring a smile to your face and shine. And that is what our stellar girl lotion is. It's a stellar bration for your skin. We, we made up that word and trademarked it. So it's, so we can celebrate ourselves every single day while we wear it. And we always leave a little glitter behind. Um, so yeah, you can find it. Um, you can find this on uh, stellargirl.com along with other, we have um some apparel, some jewelry. We just launched our snuggle season shine candle. Um, so it's full of cranberry, fir, and pine, and vanilla, cinnamon, um, currant, and just makes you feel like you want to snuggle up and cozy up by the fire. Um, so yeah, we we do, we wanna show off our Stellar Girls or show some of our Stellar girlfriends, like show them that they're a stellar girl. Get them a stellar girl necklace. That you know, I have stellar girlfriends. You're stellar girl. You need to wear that and yes. and and own that because you know we always like. Oh, it's not humbling. It's not. It's it. Why not say that you have amazing friends? Why not say like I yeah I, I lead this stellar girl lifestyle because you know, with fitness and fashion and style and travel. And I'm not talking a $10,000 vacation to Europe. I'm talking, having adventures in your own backyard, just to, to live out that stellar growth life, um, to, to do what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what you're passionate about, um, and share and tag. And I, I'm the first person to share and tag you right back. I love that so much.
0: I you guys go check it out stellargirl.com and follow Terry at stellargirl official on Instagram. She posts amazing content, inspirational workouts. It's amazing and if you're someone that needs to have a little bit more fitness in your life, I encourage you, I invite you, I implore you to come and check out the Elevated Tribe community. I'll also post a link for Um, that down below. So you can come and join me live or on demand. Just bring me into your living room on your phone, wherever you are, wherever you're traveling to for those quick hits, awesome workouts, whether it's yoga, Pilates, bar hit upper body strength, whatever it is. Um, Come and join us at the elevated tribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at elevated tribe. That's spelled E L E V number eight, like infinity T E D. Tribe, T R I B E on Instagram. And we are all about bringing each other together in community movement and mindfulness. I am so grateful for you, Terry. Thank you so much for spending this last hour with us, for sharing your story. I know so many women who are listening are empowered and they're ready to step into their why, find their power, find their passion. And you've given them some incredible tips on how to find and build their community. So much love for you. Thank you for joining us on the Failing Forward podcast. Thank you.